Hello everyone, my name is Andy Spiteri, and I'm the host of the ZeldaCast, and the Omega Metroid Podcast, and Virtual Theater. As you can tell, I really love podcasting. After almost six years of the ZeldaCast, five years of Virtual Theater, and four years of the Omega Metroid Podcast, I swore that I would never make another podcast, but here I am today, excited to announce not one, not two, but three extra bonus shows that you can get each month on my newly reimagined Patreon channel, available at patreon.com forward slash spnet. You'll have your choice of bonus shows, depending on which tiers you choose to sign up for. Each podcast has its own monthly bonus show. The ZeldaCast will have the ZeldaCast Top 10s, where we can have some fun and give out a classic ranking on different topics each month with a different guest. Omega Metroid will continue with the Great Metroid Area Ranking, where we are ranking every single area in the Metroid series. And Virtual Theater will debut the Spiteri's Review, a show where my wife and I will give some thoughts on movies or shows old and new. There's also an ultimate tier that will get you access to all of these bonus shows if you really want to take your Spiteri podcasting to the next level. If that isn't enough, all shows feature a level of interactivity where patrons can weigh in and vote on which topics, shows, and areas we discuss next. Membership starts at as little as $1 a month, so I'm hoping you'll check out all the great bonus content that's going to be coming your way on patreon.com forward slash spnet. Whatever your bonus show of choice, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope to be able to see you over at patreon.com forward slash spnet. Everyone, and welcome to the Zelda Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Allison Aletha. Welcome to the Zelda Cast in 2024. I know last week, I mean, it released on the first of 2024, but by mm-hmm. God, this is our first time recording in 2024. How you doing, Al? How's the New Year treat? Yeah, New Year um, is pretty decent, I would say. Everybody's kind of getting back into it, and that's what I want. So. Yeah, I think New Year is is going okay. How about you? Uh, you know, it's going okay. It's uh, it's uh, feeling a little bit like 2023 so far, but I mean, we're only a few days in, right? Like right. We're a week in. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, lots of lots of room for improvement. So yeah. Um, well, I I think that uh, we should get to one piece of business here right okay. away. The very first thing that we do before we do anything else, because. This is, in fact, episode 299. Episode 299. That, my friends, is almost six years of uh, of, of ZeldaCast. Six That's years. Insane. That is insane. That is um, insane. I mean, I haven't been here for the whole 299, but pretty close. And yeah. I don't know. How do we do this? Like... <laughs> Oh, no it's it's crazy some <laughs> some days even today to be honest we were just like yeah <laughs> we think we got a topic but uh then then you get a little bit closer to and you're like i don't have much i don't to know talk about i don't know topic. if this is gonna stretch the whole uh the whole sandwich <laughs> here so we we better we better come up with something else um 
But that's neither here nor there. The point with 299 episodes is that next week is episode number 300. 300 episodes, which is an absolutely crazy, crazy uh, milestone, I guess. Um, so, so excited about that. And we have something special planned. And I, I was doing a little bit of testing, a little bit of tinkering, a little bit of work yesterday in order to get this something special Mm -hmm. realized. Um, so without further ado, we teased it last week, but now is the official unveiling next week. And, and and by the way, not only is it episode number 300 of the, uh, of the Zelda cast, but it's actually episode 200 of the Omega Metroid podcast too, which is about six years, six years, four years. I'm sorry. You know, Mm -hmm. I actually, side note, I always do this. I get, I get my podcast mixed up because Omega and Zelda cast have like the exact same episode count. Like it's, it's episode 199 coming up this week for Omega, but like obviously with a hundred episode difference, which is about two years. Um, Right. But the point is it's, it's a big milestone anniversary for both shows. And like we've done in years past with both shows, what we're doing is we're facing off one final time for supremacy over the Zelda and Metroid trivia world. The Omega Metroid podcast is going head to head with the Zelda cast in a trivia showdown. But this year we've got a little bit of a twist, okay? So this year it's Jeopardy. And mm-hmm. uh, well, last time that you and I did Jeopardy, we didn't do so good, did we? I don't. I can't remember. remember. That, what was I'm... on that? What show was that? I don't that was somebody else's show. They were doing like a big Jeopardy and for like different Zelda podcast creators, yeah. etc. Yeah. And I thought we did okay. And we then got we off really to a good and lead. then we kind of we then it kind of started tanking with the big yeah. questions. Yeah. We we got off to a good start and then uh and then we lost it. We lost it midway through. But um you have a chance to redeem yourself, Aletha, this coming no. week. No. Because you and Jules are taking on Dak and Doom. In Jeopardy, and this is the this is the way it's going down. Okay, I have two boards. One board is for you. One board is for them. However, you can steal answers from each other's boards and get points. I I am going to be the impartial, uh, fair commissioner, overseer of events, and what I'm going to do is I am going to uh, be the master of ceremonies, and it will be up to my discretion. My final discretion on who gets how many points, if there's any half points involved, anything like that. So we we could definitely look at doing that. But um, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. I made the trivia questions, and uh, I'm I'm gonna say I I I think they're I think they're brutal to be honest. They're they're hard. Oh my I god! I didn't know like any of them, and as uh, I was gonna say this as a little surprise, but I'm sure you probably already know. There's some virtual theater questions in there as well. So you guys better study up, okay? Oh my gosh. I only listen to like a few virtual theater episodes, so that makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm really competitive, so when the pressure comes on, I feel like I really want to win, but I'm not that like confident, (laughs) so it also makes me really nervous. Um, I guess we'll see what happens, and I... I think I would be really bummed if the Omega guys won, but like at the same time, I would be happy for them, I guess. I don't know. I just, I'm nervous about the whole thing. Well, I think you're going to do great. Um, Well, let me, let me retract that. I think you're going to do fine, Al. I think you're going to do fine, but you're going to do, you're going to do as good as the other guys are doing, right? Like, cause both boards are hard and they know, 
they know a little bit more about Zelda than you do about Metroid, so I yeah, I that's what did, makes me nervous. I did adjust the boards to account for that, so I, I got you. Um, okay, but plus I've got Jules who knows a bit more about Metroid and works with Omega, right? Well, she doesn't know she, anything about Metroid. She does work with Omega. She, oh, okay, that, that's right. Um, I'm just looking at the chat. Uh, first of all, we've got a, a first-time commenter from. Uh, um, am I reading this right? Maybe from Norway. I, I'm not sure, but anyways, uh, thank you so much for for commenting with us. And then uh, um, Asia 86 and then also Rodrigo, our pal, is saying that uh, it was Triforce Trends. That's the trivia show. That the trivia show. Easy for me to say that we did. Um, yes, and that was very fun. And I think I pretty much stole the exact format. So. There you go. Yeah, they're talking about like the Twilight episode that you guys did for the Patreon. I will get those questions right if you have any questions about that. I love that episode. That was so much fun to listen to. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was fun to record. I see my wife in the chat. I'm not sure if she would agree that it was fun to record, but I had a good time. Um, <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a good time. Um, so yeah, that is going down. The Omega versus Zelda cast Jeopardy showdown is going down next Sunday, January the 14th. It's starting at about 11 a.m. Mountain Time. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That is 1 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Central Time. I've given you every single time zone if you're in North America. So you, you I know that 99.9% .9 of our listeners listen in podcast form and do not watch on Twitch, which is which is awesome. But this one you might want to check out on Twitch. So twitch.tv forward slash to ZeldaCast. The whole thing will be uploaded on Zelda Dungeon's YouTube page after we're done. So if you if you can't make it, don't worry. You will be able to watch the full video later. Um, this this is one I think you want to watch the video for, though. I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah. It, uh, these ones are usually, you definitely want to watch the video. You, got, you get to see everybody's like reactions and answers like firsthand. It's much more fun to watch than listen. So I agree with that sentiment very much. Yeah. Um, so the 14th, January 14th, one week from today, 11 a.m. Spateri time, a.k.a. Mountain time. It's going to be Aletha, Jules, Dak, Doom facing off one last time in the rubber match because we're tied at 1-1. So mm. it, the stakes, the stakes couldn't be bigger. So you got to tune in. It's going to be, it's going to be great. It's gonna the be pressure fun. is getting to me. <laughs> uh, your category, you know what? I'll even give you a, I'll give you a little sneak peek. On okay. your board, your categories are as follows. Zelda in the real life, Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda <laughs> lore, Metroid trivia, and Virtual Theater Pack 1.0. Oh my so god. There you go. <laughs> Study so up. like three categories uh, I'll do okay in. <laughs> yes. And and you know, here's another hint. For for Virtual Theater, study the podcast itself cuz I'm asking some questions about things that we've done, episodes that we've done other stuff like that so that's okay. the only that's the only hint i'm giving you i am fair and impartial so okay uh, there we go <laughs> okay well let's talk about uh last week we had a really good show we talked about uh just kind of recapped the year that was in 2023 and uh we had a really good discussion this year i think it's time to set our gazes to the future and talk mm -hmm. about the year that will be in 2024 now obviously we don't know a thing about the year that will be in 2024 so what we're gonna do instead is do something that uh, we do best on this show and that is baselessly speculate and yeah. uh, and offer some thoughts about things that could be but probably won't end up happening but uh, could happen nonetheless so mm -hmm. so let's get started here and and i have a few different thoughts and a few different 
ideas about what we could see in terms of Zelda next year. Um, but I guess before I kind of launch into my big diatribe, um, because I actually want to start with something else before we talk about Zelda specifically. When I say the words to you, Zelda in 2024, what what like immediately pops in your mind, Al? Uh... That's a tough question. Like, I have a few things that pop into my head, but, like, the first thing I would want to know is if they're working on a new game, I guess. Right. Um, I, Why? What, what's the first thing that pops into your head? The first thing that pops into my head, it, to, to go back um, to answer what you just said, I, I have no doubt in my mind. I have no doubt in my mind that they are already working on the next big open-world 3D Zelda game. I feel mm-hmm. like the the lack of DLC for Tears of the Kingdom to me just like just like sends a big bat signal into the sky that just says like the next game is being worked on. Mm-hmm. But I think that it is like obviously reaching for that to, to expect that to come out next year, right? So like I just I don't right. think that's even possible. Yeah. No, I I would I was thinking more like a confirmation or news, right? Um, and and we can yeah we can definitely get to that, but. When we talk about Zelda in 2024, the big thing that pops into my mind, the only thing that pops into my mind, Switch 2. Okay. The The status of the Switch 2, I think, depends... Like, everything revolves around that, right? Um, so, mm-hmm. if, if everybody remembers, some podcast host that has a Zelda podcast and a Metroid podcast and a podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them was just like, oh, this... This Switch 2, they're going to reveal that in, like, the the, lat, the latter half of 2023. Because what the hell else do they have in 2024? And I mm-hmm. think they should have, because I think that sentiment is still accurate. There's nothing for 2024. So, depending on when the Switch 2 is announced, and, and like, I have to believe it's going to be announced this year, right? Like, is there any world that it's not announced in 2024? I don't think so. Like, it has to be. There's literally nothing, except for maybe that Peach game that we keep mentioning, but... Even that's I in, like, a month. I can't even think of anything else. So, like, they've got a direct in February, usually. So, I don't know, maybe February is the time. So, let me ask you another question. Do you think there's any possibility that the Switch 2 does not actually release in 2024? I feel like there's a small possibility, but, like, I feel if Nintendo wants to keep the momentum that they've had since the Switch release, it has to come out in 2024, or they have to give us a much better lineup for 2024 for the Switch, like, to end out the Switch. Right. So, I I think we're about on the same page. Um, And that is where I feel like everything revolves around the Switch, too, because Zelda in 2024, I feel like, is, I don't know, maybe in, like, a like an in-between period where like Zelda kind of introduced the switch and then, you know, for all intents and purposes, gave it its big swan song in tears of the kingdom. So like, I don't anticipate that switch two is going to immediately have like some Zelda content on it. Even if it launches in 2025, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Um, So this, this is the scenario that I see for 2024. There's two scenarios that I can see in terms of games. Um, First, and let me rephrase, there's two scenarios I can see in terms of games being released in 2024. The first scenario, and I think it's the more likely scenario, and I know that people aren't going to like to hear this, but I think that nothing is released in 2024. Zelda-wise? Zelda-wise, yeah. Okay. Unless it's like some crazy, like, cadence of Hyrule kind of thing, right? Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't see it. 
Um, now that could always happen, actually. So I guess there's three options. One, crazy release that nobody sees coming. Right. Uh, or I guess you could, you could also put, like, a Hyrule Warriors in there, maybe. Maybe that would happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think, like, I think, like, probably nothing is more more likely. Um, yeah. Because I do think, I do think that the Switch 2 is going to launch sooner in the year than later. Like, I, I, I don't know. Just call it a feeling. But, like, I feel like we got to be playing this thing by, like, summertime, right? I would hope so. I think that would be... I think that would be ideal, and because again, like, what is there to look forward to between now and then? You know, I don't know. Like, not much. Which leads me to my second point, and and that is the other scenario that I could see, and people are gonna love this, but I I don't think it's very likely. But like, if the Switch Two is not coming out until November, and you need something to to get you through the summer months for the Switch. Mm-hmm. I could see Wind Waker and Twilight Princess maybe finally okay. coming. Maybe yeah. finally coming. And I yep. I hate to be that guy because it's like I'm so tired of talking about it. You know, we do the same thing on Omega. <laughs> we're talking about Metroid Prime 2 and 3. But, like, those are the types of games that if you're looking to kind of pad out the, the release window until you get to November, those are the type of games that I think that you can – that makes sense, right? So so right. I, I hate even suggesting it. Like, I feel kind of, like, dirty even, like, saying that there's a chance that these games are coming. But I, I do think that there is, like, a, a smaller chance that they might be on the way. Because, again, yep. those are games that you can just, you know, oh, we got nothing in August? Uh, oh, okay, here's a team of five people. Get these games over to the Switch. Like, let's go. Yeah. When I was coming up with my ideas for Zelda 2024, that did come to mind pretty quickly because it's it's there every year. It's there every direct, you know, because it's something that everybody's been like wanting and something that you see in the comments all the time yeah. on like anything related to Zelda. And but then I had a thought and I was like, ooh, this thought kind of makes me not happy or kind of terrified. But like, what if to like wrap up the switch and maybe they would continue these services on the switch too is like for the NSO they bring GameCube games and therefore uh, you would have uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess but then it would be the like crappier versions of the games. <laughs> I love that you said that cuz I was going there. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I but I didn't give it its own point cuz I I thought that like, you know, you're playing Wind Waker Twilight Princess one way, you're going to play them that way. Right. I I think that that is as likely actually, as the, mm-hmm. the game's being released, where instead of, like... Because, like, I was kind of thinking... Um, and actually, I was I was calculating in my head this morning. There are nine Zelda games on NSO right now. Like, mm-hmm. nine. Like, that's that's got to be, like, the most games of any... Maybe Mario has more, but, like, oh, boy. Um, so there's, there's no more Zelda games they could possibly add to NES. No more that they could add to GBA. No more they could add to SNES. No more that they could add to Game Boy Color. Um, did, I, did I miss anything? I don't think so. I think that's everything. Like N64 they had. Oh, N64. That's right. No more that they could add there. So, like, what's next? Like, maybe maybe bring over GameCube. Yeah. Which would be, like, that would be a really awesome, I think, um, I think, like, that would really excite a lot of people. But then, again, it's just kind of like, well, like, we've already, we've re-released Pikmin 1 and 2. We've re-released Metroid Prime. We've re-released Paper Mario. Maybe there's a few more, like, like, it, like a lot of the games that are on GameCube that people want to play are coming to the Switch as like new games. So mm-hmm. I think GameCube games would, would actually make like a lot of people really happy. But 
I, I think it's actually more likely, not by much, but more likely that the uh, the Wii U versions get released than rather the GameCube games. But... I, yeah, I feel like that would be the, like, the overall desire of the, the Zelda like fandom would be the HD versions because they are superior. There's a lot of quality of life improvements. I think people would be happy with having like a GameCube, you know, virtual console type deal on the NSO. But getting like Wind Waker for the GameCube is not not great. It's not you know? ideal. No. It's not ideal. Like even even getting Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask the N sixty four versions versus not the three D versions, it's not ideal, but I think they're still good games compared to like when you have the quality of life of the HD versions of these two games, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, it makes you not want to play the old versions. I'm okay with playing the old versions of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because it's not too much change. It's, like, graphically better, obviously, but you, you know, know what? what I'm saying? I, I do know what you're saying, but I've, I think I'm going to I'm gonna half agree with you and half disagree with you. Okay. I'd be, I'd be, I would be fine playing the GameCube version of Twilight Princess, actually. There's, that, there's okay. not really, like, that much quality of life improvements like the gamecube version of wind waker though the gamecube version of wind waker that's, that's rough that's tough that's it's tough. that's very rough um oof, yeah the the no triforce quest no swift sale swift, yeah <laughs> that's a that's a tough break if that's the way that a lot of people mm -hmm. are gonna be playing that's wind why waker. i'm like uh, that's why when i was making my statement i was like that kind of terrifies me if that's what happens a little you bit know? yeah yeah a little bit um Fun factoid, actually. Did you know I, I was counting today, and I'm pretty sure I got this right. There are 15 Zelda games that you can play on the Nintendo Switch. That is, that's like a lot of games. That's crazy. That's a lot of games. That's how the Wii U was before, you know, the Wii U started to suck, is it was my Zelda console. Like, you could have so many because of Virtual Console yeah. on the Wii U. And now the NSO and the Nintendo Switch are starting to pick that up, and now it, it's the Zelda console, so... Maybe there's a world where the DS comes to NSO DS games. I don't. I don't mm -hmm. know. I guess. I, I, like, I, guess it's I don't know how that would work though. I know that like the Switch. I don't play it a lot in handheld, but it's got touch like touch screen. Yeah, it does. So I mean, maybe it could work out, but like yeah, ugh, that's so, another yikes. So that's kind of what I think for like actual new games being released in 2024. Do you, do mm -hmm. you think that's more or less accurate? I think like the if it, if I was drawing a pie chart like. I don't know. 75% would probably say nothing. 12.5% uh, would say Wind Waker and um, and Twilight Princess are coming in some form, mm -hmm. either via NSO or or just the re-releases. And the, the last half, the last 12.5% would be like some crazy game that nobody sees coming. I don't know because I'm trying to like, it's so difficult now after COVID and everything is like, I get teleported back to a time where between Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild, there was something Zelda related coming out every year. I know. And then after, and then after there was still something Zelda related, but then COVID happened and then there was nothing, you know, nothing really happening. There was maybe DLC for Zelda games, etc. maybe a spinoff here or there, but it, it just, it started to dwindle. And now I'm like, what is our new, like yeah. present look like? Are we yeah. still, are we going to go back to the way it was? Are we going to kind of say where we are and make it more quality rather than quantity? I to, don't know. It's really hard to push back. Actually, like I, even like that yearly Zelda release. I think uh, 2022 aside, we all know that 2022 is miserable. But uh -huh, like, we're, we're here for Zelda. <laughs> I think, uh, well, you know what? I was about to say every year had something. 2018 didn't. Actually, no, that's not true. 2018 had Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. So like every year did have something. Stuff. 
I don't know. <laughs> like 2019, <laughs> Link's Awakening, 2020, Age of Calamity, 2021 had Skyward Sword. So like you, you did still have stuff, but yeah, like this year, it's just, it's hard to see like exactly what that's going to be if it's not, mm-hmm. if it's not like these ports. And I don't think that like, like, if you were to ask me, would you rather have the Switch 2 sooner or would you rather have gamecube for or like the the hd versions of twilight princess and wind waker on the switch i'd be like give me that switch too you know what i mean i guess i my my thing is that i also want it to be and maybe this is not the best like marketing or not the best business decision for nintendo is like i want the switch to have a good ending like say they bring the gamecube games or they port yeah. those the hd versions that way anybody who's not ready to get on the switch too can continue to enjoy the switch and then if anybody gets on the Switch 2, those those services, the NSO services, are continued on the Switch 2. So, right. you know, like, either either console will have those options if somebody's not ready to move on. Whether it's financially or just, they're not just ready to, to hop on Switch 2 as soon as it comes out. So, so there is another option, actually, that we did not talk about. But I just, I don't, I don't see it. So I didn't bring it up. But I guess that we should say that this is possible. Where, let's just... Let's just say that the Switch 2 launches in, I don't know, July, okay? Mm-hmm. Switch 2 launches in July. There, There is a possibility where another Zelda game that's not, like, the next big open-world Zelda game could, could release in, like, maybe late 2024. I don't know what that Zelda game is, although I have a few ideas yeah. about what it could be. But maybe it's, like... Maybe it's, like, an enhanced port or something like that or whatever, right? Like, um something on the switch to that's legend of zelda in the first year that that will kind of tide people over until the next big 3d open world zelda i almost called it breath of the wild 3 um but you know what i mean like i just i i don't see i don't see that being super likely like i i think that the first zelda game on the on the switch 2 should probably be like a, a tentpole Zelda game, right? Like mm-hmm. like a, a celebrated main entry. I think that there's one possibility that they could get away with if it wasn't. But before I get into that, I don't know, your thoughts on that statement. Well, that's another thing about like the Switch 2, we wanting it, us wanting it to come out sooner rather than later is like what are what's gonna be like the debut games on it what's gonna be the launch games on this switch 2 yeah clearly i don't think zelda's gonna be part of that lineup so it kind of makes it um like not a big incentive to go and get the switch 2 as like a zelda fan unless you're a bigger wider nintendo fan and there's other things coming out at launch yeah so i agree with that i i do see like one scenario where they could get away with this, maybe, where it's like a, a port and not a new game on the Switch 2. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's like a world where maybe the Switch 2 launches in the summer, and um, but I, even even that, like I think that you're gonna have like a ton of support for the Switch 2 when it launches, because like the next Mario is obviously I, I think it's gonna launch with it because you know we haven't it's been six years and there's no sequel to Mario Odyssey, so I think that's gonna be on there. I think th- mm-hmm. there's probably gonna be a bunch of stuff on there, but like. One thing I could maybe see is Nintendo being like, okay, like we don't have a brand new open world Zelda game for you, but here's what we're going to do instead. We're going to remake from the ground up Ocarina of Time. New, beautiful, from the ground up, like dual analog controls, new visuals, remastered music, maybe a little uh, extra whatever is here and there. 
I think people would go for that. Like I, 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 would, I would go, go for, for that. that. <laughs> um, but I, I think too, which which sounds funny because I think if I think if Nintendo was just like, oh, you know what? Here's like here's the Oracle remakes, right? Like, yeah. I think that I think people would be like, yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. But I it 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 wouldn't hit the same. I don't think. I think. I honestly think any kind of remake of Ocarina of Time ever is very unlikely to me unless it's like, you know, like a rehash kind of like Breath of the Wild is to yeah. The Legend of Zelda. Um, but I mean, the idea is nice. The idea is really cool. And I would totally be down for that. I think any Zelda fan would be down for that. But like if if they had to like pick something that was more likely, like the Oracle games being uh, yeah. rehashed or like having um, a fresh coat of paint would be great. I think maybe maybe they do take the HD Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and have that be the that port be the selling point of the Switch too. Um, I just think it would suck for anybody on this on the original Switch not being able to get it if they can't. So, well, I, I mean, yeah, we'll but I mean that's kind of you know buy, buy the new console as kind of lame as that sounds. I know, um, and maybe that that's like business, and in my brain I'm like that sucks, but like that's business. Yeah, so. I actually, I don't think it's as, like, I could see this, like, I, I actually think that there's probably a time in place somewhere in the future where, where this actually does happen. They just, like, they just, like, remake Ocarina of Time. I could mm-hmm. see that. And I guess, like, if they were going to do that, this seems like the best point in time as any, if they, if they were going to do that. That being said, like, I still don't think it's very likely, but I think that they... I think Nintendo could do that if they really wanted to have Zelda on the Switch year one. That, yeah. uh, that might be the best way to go, but I I don't know. I just, there's something about it. Like, I feel like they probably don't need Zelda for the Switch 2 launch. Like, I think they're going to have Mario. I think they're going to have, I think they're going to have a really strong lineup. I'm sure they're probably going to have like the next Mario Kart game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, a bunch of other stuff. So, so we'll see. I mean, it makes sense, and I think that's fine, especially if you're, like, an overarching, like, Nintendo fan. But if there's not going to be a Zelda at launch for the Switch 2, I don't know if I want a day one Switch 2 like I did with this Switch. Because remember how we were talking, I think it was last week, we we, we were saying we would have day one Switches. Mm-hmm. And oh, then, and like, was, a few months after... About the battery. Yeah, a few months after, they had, like, improved, you know, the Switch technology, Right. So if there's not a Zelda game coming out or anything that incentivizes me to get the Switch 2 in that way, then I think I'll wait a minute to get a Switch 2. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does, and I think that's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess we'll see, but I, I kind of think like I kind of think that there's no, not no, but I, I, I do think it's unlikely that the Switch 2 has Zelda yeah. on it in the next year, and like I think. Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's asking a lot for like a substitute for like a mainline Zelda. Like it's asking a lot for these ports to be a substitute for the mainline Zelda. I think Ocarina of Time is the only one that could probably pull it off, and I think that's probably asking a lot for it to come out like within eighteen months of Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, if they weren't already working on it or something, had a different team. Now that, that to be fair, actually, that uh, if they were remaking Ocarina of Time, that's something I would expect like another team to be doing, not like mm-hmm. the main Zelda team. Cause I, like I said, I'm right. sure that they're working on the next Zelda game, but, but who knows? Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think that's kind of what the landscape is looking like in 2024. Um, I don't know that it's like, I don't know that it's ripe with, uh, Zelda opportunities. Let's just say, um, 
but I guess we could talk about just the Switch 2 for a quick second if you want, because I do think that that is like, that is coming in 2024. That that I am definitively for sure of, because there's no okay. way, there's no way that this cannot come out this year, I feel like. I agree. I'm, I'm like trying to think of when February comes and we get that direct, February, March direct, whatever, and I'm trying to think of like, what if anything that they're going to have to show us besides maybe like minor games, like nothing super i don't know big it's, it's gonna be just, like port city you know like yeah i don't know like i don't have high hopes for it unless they start giving us news on the next big thing the next big console or or the only other option is like this february direct is like the the biggest blowout direct you've ever seen there's super mario odyssey 2 there's donkey kong open world there's like <laughs> mario kart 9 and they're all coming for the switch metroid prime 4 shows up it's like okay maybe we got something for another year but like yeah maybe the switch is still alive yeah i, I don't know i'm i'm not uh i'm not betting high on that happening yeah um but what i do think and just kind of talking about the switch 2 in in 2024 I do expect the Switch to to launch. I, I thought it was going to launch in the spring. And I yeah. I don't know. I guess that's, like, still not impossible, right? Like, I'm trying to think. So when they announced the Switch, that they, was they January Switch, 2017, No, right? they, they announced it in October of 2016. Okay. But they and had that they presentation. That presentation. Right, right. So they only announced the Switch itself, like, the hardware in October. Yeah. And then they had, like, the games and, and that big uh, ceremony. So I mean, okay, like that so would I'm be like, that would be like tight. Five months. That would be tight for sure. So like, I feel like your summer when you said like we would have it by summer, we would be playing it by summer. That that could still be likely if they announce it next month. Yeah. You know? Like when I say spring, I'm talking like May, which I guess is pretty much at that point. Like, might as well be summer, right? Like, right. Um, but May May would be tight, I think. So maybe you're looking at yeah, like, September or something. Yeah. Or or I guess they could just push it back to like. November. I guess you might as well at that point. I feel like if you're going to have a console come out, you want it to come out for summer because that's when all the your demographics have a lot of time to play, you know? Yeah, like maybe. Nintendo demographics, I should say. Um, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see November. Um, but I, I think it is coming out this year. So what I expect, uh, not what I expect, this is what I think will the Switch 2 will be. And what if I was the CEO of Nintendo, I would make the Switch 2 um because nintendo has a tendency when they have a really good thing going the next thing is like completely bonkers and like not the same <laughs> so like yeah i i would expect that the switch 2 is gonna be like the 3ds to the switch's ds you know what i mean it's like the same okay. basic thing it's the same gimmick it's backwards compatible um it's very clearly not called the switch u it is very clearly like its own thing maybe it has like a, a gimmick but honestly i i think like the only thing the switch 2 needs to be is like the ps5 to the switch's ps4 where it's like it's more powerful the battery's better the screen is bigger the screen mm -hmm. is crisper um i mean is anybody really complaining if that's like the only thing that's different where it like right because like i also think about the joy cons like so many people oh have yeah working so many joy cons, joy -cons. Yeah, well, not just that, but, like, being able to take your Joy-Cons off Switch 1 and say you're done with the Switch 1 and go and plug them into your Switch 2. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I have so many pairs of Joy-Cons, I'd like to not 
just be done with them because I'm done with the Switch 1. It would be cool, actually, if on the Switch 2, the new controllers went, like, like full Optimus Prime. And, like, once you disconnected them, you could, like, transfigure them into, like, a working controller. Like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's just, like, I don't know, like, an Autobot like, or something like that. Like, you had that little, like, it reminds me of a little, like, the, the toy dog head where you plugged it into the thing. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, maybe yeah. have it be a little bit more, I don't know aerodynamic is not the right word but i <laughs> like have it be a little bit more comfortable maybe have it be positioned a little bit better so that it's much like the pro controller that would be cool um yeah that would be that'd be super awesome i mean honestly like that little that little dog guy works like he he does a good job it, you know it's okay but it, it is very clunky and weird to hold i actually don't even use the dog anymore i just like lounge around with like my my joy cons like every which way <laughs> i like the um, pro controllers uh to be honest i think they're great uh okay uh yeah so so i would expect that uh i would expect that the switch 2 will be very similar to the switch one just in terms of like functionality everything like that and i think too that like everything on your switch is just gonna like roll over to the switch too yeah i think like the nso is gonna roll over i think mm-hmm. um like i think all of that stuff is just going to seamlessly roll over nintendo i mean they could they could just make like some crazy ass like contraption that that doesn't have anything similar to the switch and i guess that would be that'd be kind of in line with what nintendo does but i really hope that they don't do that i hope so too because i just it's one of those things where the Switch is so successful and it still feels like it's only like two or three years old, but it's actually six and that's kind of ancient in, seven. in console years. Seven. And um, that's kind of old in console years. So like, yeah, it is time to move on, but it's like, how do you move on from something that was so successful for you? Like, that, what do you do? You just improve it. You just it. make, yeah, exactly. You you kind of do like the PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 1. You just kind of make it a little bit better, a little bit more... Uh more powerful a little bit more Mm -hmm. flashier um there is a lot of complaint from like other console users that the switch kind of sucks power wise and like it does it's so funny when you see people like react to to breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom like visually and they're like this sucks because it's not super hyper realistic and yet it's so beautiful with how they make it work like it's actually very those two are very stunning games and there are other stunning games on the switch it's just they could probably do with a little bit more frame like crispness uh yeah i i mean i think so um Listen, I think, like, as long as it's more powerful, as long as the Joy-Cons don't drift, you know, you got seven mm-hmm. years to figure that out. Um, I think that people, and, like, as long as a lot of your stuff is going to transfer over, and especially as long as it's backwards compatible, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be like, great, I have no problem paying 500 bucks for the new upgraded Switch where I, now I can play Metroid Prime 4 and 4K on my sweet TV, right? Like, I think yeah. it's I think it's still going to be, like, obviously not as powerful as, like, a PS5, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Do we need it to be? And here's another thing is, like, I really wanted to buy... We talked about this last week, too. I really wanted to buy that that Zelda Switch OLED. Um, right. And then I was like, when is the Switch 2 coming out? I wonder what they're going to do for the Switch 2. Like, are they going to have, like, kind of a standard edition at first and then maybe roll out some different designs? Because sometimes it, like, I really want a design, but it comes out way too late. And I never, like, I'm not going to justify buying a whole nother console to get the design. Right. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Um, okay, well, one other thing I think we're going to get in 2024 when it comes to Zelda 
is some news about the live action Legend of Zelda yep. movie. And, that was on my um, list too. and and I think that I don't know if you're going to get a trailer necessarily. No. But I think I you're going to so. get like I think you could hear some casting news. Who's going to yeah. play Link? Who's going to play Zelda? Who's going to play Ganondorf? Whatever. Maybe a still or two. Mm-hmm. I think that's likely. I think that's going to happen. And actually, um, we're, we're going to kind of take a little bit of a detour here as well. Because um, there's an article that was published on ZeldaDungeon.net yesterday. Uh, it was written by by Sean. And um, it's a really great article. And it, I, I encourage everybody to go check it out. Go read it. And the article is Nintendo. It's called Nintendo has chosen the hardest road to success for its upcoming Zelda film. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily disagree with that. But I also have some very strong thoughts about what a lot of people are thinking about this movie. I was talking to Sean a little bit about this actually last night. We talked for about 30 minutes or so. And we were just talking about like things that we could... Like realistic expectations and stuff for the Zelda movie. I I don't know. I, I don't know if you've read this article or not yet, Al. But I guess like just on a very high level, like would you agree that this this being the, the live-action Zelda movie is like the harder road than, than animation? Yeah, that's so I the did crux kinda, of the article. Right. I did kind of skin the article. And, like, I think that Sean makes a lot of good points, um, especially since animation is being becoming such, a, like, a popular and successful way of telling stories, even for, like, a lot of people like to argue, oh, animation's just for kids. Like, no, now you got the Spider-Verse movies, which mm-hmm. are, like incredible cinema you know stuff like that the the ghibli movies are fantastic and that's for a lot of ages so he his point is that there like there's a lot of success to be had especially after the super mario bros movie this last year so nintendo going to live action zelda does seem like a more difficult up uphill battle when they could just continue off the success that they've already seen with animation yeah you know what I, i think that's fair I think that that is like, I think that's fair. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I do think that this is probably the harder road to success. Like, I think that title is very apropos. Yeah. Um, however, it just, I don't know what it is, man. It just, it makes my head want to explode when I, when I just see a bunch of Zelda fans and, and you know, I, you're entitled to feel however you feel, of course. Right. But like, and we kind of talked about this before, but like, I just think, like, yes, like, animation, um, no doubt. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, I just want a good, I just want a good Zelda movie, right? Whether it's live action, right. whether it's animation, I, I don't care. It probably would have been easier to make a good animated Zelda movie because then you, not that there's, like, less work because there's not, but, like, it's just, like, a, it's a safer practice because then you, you don't have to have, like, people becoming these characters necessarily. They're just voicing them. You don't mm-hmm. have to create this world at least in a real life setting, you're just kind of creating it. I don't know. I, I I feel like what I'm trying to say doesn't make sense, but here, here's what I know to be true. It definitely is going to be harder for, uh, for Nintendo to pull off a good live action Zelda movie. But like, there's something inside of me that just says like, in terms of like Zelda to like the masses, I think that the reward for pulling off a good Zelda live action movie is higher than the reward for pulling off a really good animated Zelda movie um, and all, but obviously that comes with higher risk as well. Um, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I just like, I think, I think I feel optimistic about it though. Cause like, I mean, first of all, first of all, like if the movie absolutely sucks and it stinks, whatever, right? Like it's not gonna, mm-hmm. it's not gonna matter. 
uh, there's there's some conspiracy theories because Sony is co-producing it that like Sony is going to tank the movie to hurt the Zelda IP and it's like that's not <laughs> that's not going to happen that's not how it works Super yeah. Mario Bros in 93 came out and flopped hard everybody yeah. hates that movie and Mario's still doing his thing all these years yeah. later and Mario Very was true. way less established back in 93 too than Zelda is today I mean if you're going to if you're going to talk about like hard flops too or like things that are kind of looked at as not a great light in the series hurting the series. Like, I don't think the Zelda animated series did that. I don't think the Zelda CDI games, yeah, those were kind of yeah. like not the greatest, but they didn't hurt the series. They're just kind of the funny things that we talk about of the series, you know? Yeah. So maybe this movie could be that. <laughs> so, so I guess like when I was kind of thinking in my head, I was like, you know what? I would really love if this movie made like a lot of money, introduced the games to like, or introduced the series to like a lot of, of brand new people that may not know what Zelda is, or maybe they know what Zelda is, but they don't really know what it is, right? Like if, if the movie can encourage people to play the games, I think that would be awesome, right? Mm -hmm. And and so I'm looking at a movie like the Super Mario Bros movie, which came out last year. And it's like, you know what? That's a fine movie. It's a safe movie. It's a, like, it's a fine movie. But I, I think that like, I think that when I think of Zelda, like, I just, I want them to go for it. Like, I don't want to be just, have a fine Zelda movie. And there's mm -hmm. something in my brain that just says, like, animation would have been safe. It would have been easy. It would have been, it would have been the, the predictable road to go. Um, but, like, I feel like Zelda throughout its entire history has always just been like, no, we're going for it. And I feel like them choosing live action is, like, the same kind of energy, the same kind of vibe where it's like, no, we're going for it. We're going to make yeah. this movie and it's going to be sweet. So, I, I just... It, but like the risk is higher so like they might go for it and it might stink right but like mm -hmm. i just i guess i would just rather them try yeah bite off more than you could chew and hopefully you don't choke on greatness but at least you didn't settle for mediocrity you know right yeah i i'm in agreement i am super excited that it's live action when we were talking about it before the announcement like i always wanted it to be live action because i thought following up a Zelda animated movie to the Super Mario animated movie, I was feeling that maybe it might not be taken as seriously as a, like, high fantasy, um, like, fantastic story. And I think that's something that it could be. And I'm not saying that it has to be, like, it has to be exactly like these things, but when I think of, a, like, a Zelda movie, I think of Lord of the Rings, I think of The Witcher, I think of Rings of Power, I think of those things, and I see, like... There are amazing CGI. There are amazing yeah. puppets. There are amazing prosthetics. And it can be done. It just, they need to take the time to do it right. Because there are stuff where things, like some Marvel stuff where the CGI sucks, the prosthetics oh, suck. And God. because they rushed it and it's awful and they didn't take their time to do it. They didn't make it special. And I think as long as you make it special and you take your time, you could do it right. And it could look fantastic. I mean, look at, um, let's compare the two. <laughs> you haven't seen these, but... The two live-action Avatar The Last Airbender projects. Clearly the first one is horrendous. But you can see from the stills of the next one that's coming out here, I think in February, if I'm correct. It looks amazing. It looks so spot-on. And it looks great. And I'm so excited for it. I have seen those like, stills, actually. It looks really good. It looks so good. And they look so true to the original material. So I think it can be done. It just needs care and time and love. You know, like, uh, so you're right. I have not seen uh, M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender. <laughs> even yeah. even like that though like i just i kind of respect that they went for it you know like mm -hmm. they made a That's like fair. you could say the same thing about the super mario bros movie right like i love that movie yeah. but a lot of people don't 
they went for it, right? They they tried to do something different and unique, and and it didn't land. But by God, they tried. So I just mm-hmm. I I just respect that a lot, rather than kind of making the movie that everybody thought they were gonna make, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and like listen, like a lot of people when they're like, oh, they should make it animated, um, they're just like, well, it's it, it should just be like a Studio Ghibli film, and that would be great. That would be great. That would be but great. That mm-hmm. was never in the cards. That's that's not going to happen. Studio Ghibli's not making this movie, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. if it was an animated film, you're probably looking at an Illumination film, and it's probably Which makes me nervous. Right, yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's like you might, you know, what you could actually probably make a really fun Illumination movie in like the Toon Link style, and like that would be fun. And you could have your Katy Perry songs playing in there, or whatever, and it would be for a younger <laughs> audience. And I think that would be great. And maybe that's yeah. the plan. Maybe they're going to do one uh, like illumination one one live action one who knows that could be true who knows but like i don't think that like a a ghibli quality animation project was ever truly in the cards nor is like a castlevania level anime Mm -hmm. i just i don't see that now on the same token though i also like people that are just like oh why didn't they get peter jackson why didn't they brother that's not happening yeah (laughs) this the zelda movie like you can timestamp this and come back. The Zelda movie is not going to be as good as Lord of the Rings. It's not going to look like Lord of the it's Rings. Not. Like, like it's it's just not. Um, yeah. I think a realistic bar is something that you mentioned. I think like if this movie looks and has effects on par with like The Witcher, that's a that's a win. Yeah, I, I feel like. And I, I guess yeah. like another thing that I'm just like excited about is like anybody can voice you know, anybody can voice an animated Link, right? Like, but mm-hmm. but I'm excited about seeing, like, an actor or actress become, like, these characters. Like, you know, Mark Hamill, amazing, amazing actor. He's added so much to the character of the Joker in Batman, mm-hmm. right? Um, so much. And, I, and I'm not trying to dismiss any of that, but, like, I think, like, I just, I think of, like, Heath Ledger as the Joker, and it's like, wow, that was, like, that blew me away. And I think you just have a little bit more opportunity to do that in live action versus mm-hmm. animation. So I don't yeah. know. Uh, people, are, people are probably going to roast me for that. but um. I mean, I get where you're coming from. And I, I know for, like, voice actors, they do get into it and they do put acting into it and they do become the character. But we don't get to yeah. see that. We uh, only get to hear exactly. their voice. Yeah, I want to make yeah. it very clear. Like, I, I think, like, voice actors do – without good voice acting, like, you're you're in big trouble, right? Like, right. And so characters like like uh, Mark Hamill as the Joker or, or you know, someone – Someone like a Matthew Broderick who who gave such life to Simba or, you know, like countless Disney characters like that. Right. Like, but, um, it's like, it's like, I don't know, like who, who voiced Belle, who voiced Beast, right? Like, don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. And not taking away from that, but just like, uh, I don't know. I I just think that there's something exciting as a fan to me, watching an actor like become Link, unless that actor is Tom Holland, then it sucks. Then it sucks. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it, it does make me a little nervous, I'll be honest, Definitely. about anybody taking on these characters in live action. I was really nervous before when we knew that we were getting, like, we saw the corpse Ganon. We were like, we're getting Ganondorf. And then I was like, who's going to voice Ganondorf? And we were having, like, ideas of who it was going to be. Is it going to be weird? I think Matt Mercer was a good choice. He did a good job. And I was relieved. So I feel that even more so with the live action. Like, I am nervous about who's going to play Link. I am nervous about who's going to play Zelda. But I have faith that they can make the right decisions. And um, I have faith that that it'll turn out good. And I also have a tendency to maybe not like things right away, but I'll, like, it'll grow on me. So I'm hoping that if I don't like it right away, it'll grow on me too. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm going to be seeing this movie more than once, right? So Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so, so I mean, back... 
after after our detour here, so back to the original point. I think that <laughs> I think that we could probably expect to see some casting news in 2024. Now, I would also say that even if we even if we saw some casting news, I think this movie is probably like far away enough that like it's not completely set in stone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that would go for yeah. like directors too. Like I I think that this happens all the time. Like people leave projects, whatever, right? Like the the Barbie movie was supposed to be Anne Hathaway and someone else. Um, mm-hmm. playing Barbies, which, which obviously went, uh, under a big change, but, um, yeah, I, I think that you, I think that you could expect to see some of that and, I, and I'm excited for that unless they cast Tom Holland. I feel so bad for him. He's just Why? a guy doing his job and everybody's just mad at him for no reason. I think it's goofy. Um, <laughs> um, it, <laughs> I'll just, never mind. I'll just get off that topic, but yeah, I agree. And, um, to go back to what you said too, like if we see casting, it's not set in stone. I remember because I just rewatched the Lord of the Rings movies and they were talking about how Vigo wasn't the first person yeah. that they casted as Aragorn. He came pretty last minute as Aragorn and he was like a fantastic fit. So maybe like things could change. But like this for this year, I do expect to see maybe some casting, maybe some like a note from here. This is Miyamoto. We finished the story. We finished writing the script. Something yeah. of that nature, something really simple and small, just to let us know that they're continuing in that direction. Um, okay, so so I got to respond to a comment that was just made in our Twitch stream right here uh, from Lee, and and they said, uh, "Have you seen the online movement for Luigi's Mansion movie starring John Leguizamo?" I think that virtual theater actually started that online movement. We we did an episode, <laughs> we did yeah. an episode about three, maybe four years ago now, where we like went through a whole story pitch with like what it would look like and like Luigi like it was like a Luigi's Mansion but set in the same world as the Super Mario Bros. 93 oh, movie oh my God. where like yeah. they went to Dino Hatton and there's like a new there's like a street gang of booze and stuff like that I, I actually forget our story pitch but it was awesome you should check it out <laughs> that's awesome um so really quickly I just wanted to end here with a few quick hits Al because we're going over I, I just brought up ZeldaDungeon.net and um you know, there there was a, a daily debate that was put out by our pal Judy, uh, essentially just asking people what, what they wanted to see in 2024. So I thought that we could go down the list and maybe just comment if we haven't uh, if we haven't hit anything, um, and then we could uh, we could go and take a look. Um, so first, for I mean, first comment, I want to return to dungeon crawling Zelda. Okay. Yeah. Um, this person did not like Breath of the Wild. Did not like Tears of the Kingdom. Wow. I mean, I get it, right? Like, I, I and I it's think that there's... not for everybody, I guess. No. I mean, dun- Dungeon specifically. Like, those games leave to be a lot to be desired. Okay. I think that... I think that you'll probably get what you want at some point. Maybe not in 2024. I, I actually... I do think that there's going to be an Ocarina of Time remake at, at some point. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think, like, somewhere far along the road, I think there's going to be a new Ocarina of Time style game that's going to, like, because I think, like, everything that's out of fashion comes back into fashion eventually, right? Right. Like, yep. So I, I think that'll come eventually, but um, not in 2024. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you might get the Oracle remakes. Maybe you might get Ocarina of Time remake. You know, I guess there's a world, too, Al, where, like, mm-hmm. if the if the Switch 2 isn't coming out till like, November, I guess there is a world where... They could just make the Oracle remakes for the Switch. Maybe Grezzo is working True. on them or something. I we didn't really give that a lot of uh, credit, but that could happen. We just, we honestly, there's like so little news about what's happening with the Switch, and yeah, we don't even know. We don't have any news about the Switch too. We just like have speculation and like little hints everywhere that they've been working on hardware or whatever. But they, you know, 
We don't have a lot to go on. Um, this is a this is a cool something that somebody was looking for. Um, I hope that Nintendo releases a book on Tears of the Kingdom like they did with Breath of the Wild next year. That would be really the creating a champion. Yeah, that'd that. be cool. I would love to add any more books to my uh, collection. I thought like I was so excited when they came out. They were coming out with the guidebook for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, and like the the front art style looks cool, and like opening it up, it looks cool. But it, I could tell that it just wasn't made with the same amount of love as all the books that came out with Breath yeah. of the Wild. So I'm like, I want to go back to that age. You know, the Dark Horse books were so cool. Um, which is surprising because like I feel like Zelda Fever is still at like an all time high. To be honest, mm-hmm. like it's, yeah. it's capitalize on it. You know, um, right? I'm gonna add to that actually. One thing. So I bought actually a, a thousand piece Tears of the Kingdom puzzle. And uh, I'm going to get to work on that. But I want more, like, Zelda puzzles. Like, I want better Zelda puzzles, you know? like. Have you seen that Locke has been, like, slowly trying to collect all the Zelda puzzles? And he's making, like, a wiki page with having them all listed? I did. Like, I actually uh, went and went on that wiki page the other day. I did, too. <laughs> it's it's cool. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. it's super cool. It kind of bothers me, though, that, like, this Tears of the Kingdom puzzle isn't, like, your 550-piece, like, all the, the other puzzles that I have. And it's, like, mm-hmm. you know how, like, all the all the puzzles that we did at the marathon, they're all, like, from the same, like, fact, I don't know, right. factories, and right? So Is they that the have, word? Yeah, they have the same, t- like, size box, same, right, like, right. kind of art. I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it looks weird. <laughs> yeah. It looks weird. I know exactly what you mean. It's like when a book series starts off with one publisher and then, like, on the third book, they change the publisher and all of a sudden the book looks so different compared to the others. Yeah. It's just like that. It's so annoying. Um, okay, so so scrolling down here. Hey, dare to dream. Uh, this commenter said, A new 2D Zelda game with a Yiga returning, an old-style Zora, Goron, Kokiri, Gerudo. In I'd sti- love to in see In the style of the Link's Yiga. Awakening remake. Oh my Hell god, yeah. can you imagine little Yigas running around like that? That would be so cool. That's a, that's a wicked loaf this guy's made. He's like, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's take some of that too. Okay. I love it. I respect that. I, I hope it happens, my god. That would be awesome. That I think mm-hmm. that would immediately be one of my favorite Zelda games. Um, this is one... Actually, it's surprising that we didn't talk about this. Because I think I've just given up on this ever happening. <laughs> Four Swords Adventures ported to Switch yeah yeah we didn't talk about that that would be another one of those things where if they were to come up with something that would hold us over like on the nso go for it you know yeah like just make it happen that game is so good it deserves better no brainer for it to happen and yet it hasn't happened now that would be a cool game if they ever brought gamecube games over to uh to nso that would be Mm -hmm. like a tentpole game to play there you go yeah um but I, I don't know, like, if they were just, like, pay 50 bucks for this game and it has online functionality and you don't have to mess around with, like, all the different doodads and stuff like that, I'd be I'd be so down. I'd be so down. My God. We could stream that and do, like, podcast episodes. That'd be so fun. Yes. Somebody asked me, actually, the other day if we were ever going to return to our Ocarina of Time randomizer. Maybe. I'm surprised. I mean... It was a lot of fun, but it just also wasn't great for audio format. But it really wasn't. Still loved, no. Some people still loved it. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one here. Um, a Zelda maker. So a Zelda dungeon maker. I feel like Fever has kind of died down for that. It, it seemed like it spiked a lot after Super Mario Maker. But then um, people got it in Link's Awakening. And I think it was one of those things where it's just like, sounds good on paper. Maybe in practice. 
I could be wrong, so don't quote me on this. Anybody feel free to correct me on this, but I'm pretty sure in a recent interview, AJ Anuma said that's not happening. They're not going back to that. I, th- to I think you're right. For yeah. Zelda. Yeah. It, that was kind of a flop, so they're not doing it. Fair enough. Like, Of course, he's also said, we're not doing Skyward Sword HD. So Yeah. <laughs> so I, you never know. That, that one I, I think I could believe, actually, because it's yeah. just like... Was this really that fun in Link's Awakening? And, mm-hmm. like, do I know how to build a 3D dungeon? No. Like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I, and I don't know. Like, I'm sure if I wanted that, I guess I would just, like, go play Minecraft or something and just build mm-hmm. something there. So I, I that's probably one that we could put on ice and be okay with. Um, this one, well, I don't know if this counts as DLC or not, but somebody said a hard mode for Breath of, or for Breath of the Wild, for Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know I if they could maybe if see they that. Kind of re- release it as a hard mode. I don't think I would see that as DLC, but I could see that happening still. Yeah, like just an update or something, right? Like, yeah. Here's like hard mode. Here's. I, I mean, I, I guess mean, that'd be it. There are a lot of games nowadays that do like an update kind of format. It's not really DLC, but they it's like a free update. Like Stardew Valley does it a lot. Metro Dread um, did that. They added boss rush and dread mode. There yeah. you go. So if they did like a, a Tears of the Kingdom one point five and it had hard mode that would make sense yeah um so the rest of these comments are, are stuff that we've already talked on wind waker and twilight princess obviously dominates the uh the wish list here and i i mean i guess this is as probably a the best time as any right if they're ever coming it's probably going to be in 2024 mm-hmm. probably because lord knows we need something to play on this nintendo switch until the yep. switch 2 comes out um so yeah looking ahead to 2024 we're going to have a lot of Switch 2 news. I know that. Probably going to get some Zelda movie news. I think so. And, and maybe there's going to be a Zelda game that squeaks in there. But maybe there's not. So don't be disappointed if, uh, if you know, you just got to wait till 2025 or beyond. Maybe yeah. 2025, though, is what I would aim for. Um, all right. Well, that, uh, any last thoughts on uh, on the year of our Lord 2024, Al? And, and what we could see, what you might want? Goals, think- thoughts, dreams? I want to say that I don't really have high expectations so that I'm not disappointed. I just want it to be better than 2022. That's it. <laughs> like the bar is the bar is in hell. Let me tell you actually. I think <laughs> if if there wasn't a single iota of Zelda news, not nothing released in 2022, it would still be it better. It would still be better than 2022. <laughs> well, okay. it, it would because like in 2022, you were just waiting for Tears of the Kingdom news, waiting, 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 waiting. Yeah, and it's like that's true. It's like it's not coming. It it's like 2022 was like an entire year of Charlie Brown going to kick the football and Lucy just pulling it away from him and him just landing <laughs> on his ass. Oh my God. <laughs> 2024, at least we kicked the football and now it's just like, well, do I want to go look for it to kick it again? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my thought on, on this year. January 14th, the ZeldaCast versus Omega Metroid Podcast Trivia Showdown. We've got uh, we've got ten categories of soul crushing trivia. It is going to be a really fun time. Uh, it's going to be a long show too. So if you can try and come hang out with us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash the ZeldaCast. We're starting at about 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what she said, one. <laughs> I almost said 1 a.m. again. 1 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. Jeez. Oh, please. good lord. <laughs> this is tough. 
This is a tough look right here. Okay. Welcome to 2024. Yeah, we're getting started right. Uh, so 10 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Spiteri time, noon Central time, and 1 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> That's Good what's job. going on next you week. Did it. That's what's going on. We got Zelda Cast versus Omega Metroid. We're doing Jeopardy. It's going to be a lot of fun. I have some tricks up my sleeve, and uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. So make sure that you come and hang out with us if you can. If you can't, uh, the whole episode is going to be available on YouTube. Of course, it'll obviously be available on podcast form as well. But I think this is one that you're going to want to actually like watch in person. So um, come, and, come and hang out with us. Uh, we got the Zelda Cast Top 10s rolling along. We are gearing up for a classic... Andy Spiteri GUI Fame production this month, so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be ranking consoles based on Zelda games released okay. on those consoles. So wow. that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be pretty fun. I think it's gonna be a good time, and uh, we got some other we got some other top ten lists uh, that we can add in there as well. So that is over on Patreon.com forward slash SPNet, and uh, you know. While you're there, I mean, we also got the Great Metroid Area ranking rolling along. We've got the Spiteri's review, as Al was alluding to. We covered Twilight. We covered The Grinch last month, which was... That was okay. That, that movie was okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, that's all over on uh, Patreon.com forward slash SPNet. As I've said a bunch of different times during the show, we stream these episodes every week. Twitch.tv forward slash TheZeldaCast. And, uh, of course, we would love for you guys to check us out wherever you are on social media. We are at TheZeldaCast. I'm at Spateri316. Al is at Allison Aletha. And wherever you get your podcasts, go and like and subscribe and rate and review and recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. Tell them where they can get their weekly Zelda fix. That, my friends, is going to do it for us, but wishing everybody the most wondrous 2024, and we'll see you back here next week for the big show. Until then, everybody, take care.